traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Are we born? Toronto. Toronto. There is no I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You're here to be fun, fine, black and Canadian like us, and you're not that sorry about it. I'm Jan, the one who is mad that work is getting in the way of my TV watching. New season of Witcher is here. I've only done two episodes because I've had to go to work. I'm pissed. Uh, Antonia is here, all accomplished with her Christmas decor, which is super cute. You all should see it. She'll post it. I'm sure she'll post it. At some point, probably closer to Christmas. And John, we're nearly there, buddy. Yep. We're nearly there. Nearly Nearly where, exactly? The end of this. The end of the, the end of the Mariah trimester. Is it though? Because you yeah. guys declare it goes on six months, so you're nearly nowhere. <laughs> we had just begun. Cue <laughs> uh, <laughs> mental illness. I was conferring with the friends of mine who were also right? obsessed with Christmas, and we were just like, <laughs> March. So. Bunch of hoe ass bitches. It doesn't include y'all. We're just saying for us, <laughs> we're excited to continue this yeah, we're the, holiday cheer. We're the ones who get infected by you gremlins. You're only getting infected because you stand in the way. We're not running towards you with it. <laughs> the hell they ain't. Uh, who's they? Is it not me? <laughs> yeah, they're so about this life with the gingerbread. Yeah. There's one that's a Millennium Falcon. I have to find it now. <laughs> well, Gingerbread's great. Where's all the baked goods? Oh, I'm sorry. We're, we're yeah, required where to make Christmas things. Elves? Even though you enjoy them, we're required to make them. Make that make sense. Where where it's at. Hmm. Spread some cheer. You like it so much, go find it. Spread some cheer. Let that be the one thing that you hold on that to was, Christmas I thought for. that was like the Christmas that's a, very, that's a very Toronto way to go about this. Like, it out. Yeah, I see you like it. Uh, get it yourself. Contempt. <laughs> if you're, you know, you don't want us to spread the joy like to you, we don't care. but you require <laughs> us to then provide baked goods, but then not provide the joy. No, I'd I'm like sorry. share your Where? joy. No, you don't. No, you don't. You like to share in the one thing. So Toronto. It brings you joy. <laughs> Everything about this. Either you embrace all of it or you embrace none of it. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, you can go buy your gingerbread elsewhere. Have fun. You can so, make gingerbread. So really not kidding. You can make you can make gingerbread stuff all year round. She just, just said, she just said not, the same thing twice. It's not just Christmas. You can make gingerbread stuff all year round. Yeah, the it's kits available. aren't sold year round. Not the kits. You can li- just make gingerbread. It's not hard. I've done it. It's not hard. <laughs> well, then. all the contempt being being thrown. Have Let's fun. begin. So, as I mentioned before, we've entered the home stretch of the Mariah season. What's uh, what's left to do? Be done. What are we sick of already? I mean, aside from Antonia's passive aggressive tirade. I don't like, passive aggressive about anything. That's just full out aggressive. I don't believe in passive aggressiveness. <laughs> so that. <laughs> I still like Christmas lights. Um, everything else can suck it. <laughs> Basically. Also didn't realize how horny the holiday season was. Like from movies to music, like. How'd you not? That's like, like the, romance that's is one thing, thing, horny is another. Yeah, it's called cuffing season for a reason. Yeah, I don't subscribe. You don't have to subscribe to it, but it exists. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't uh, 
let a child it explain gets, this to me. It so. gets cold and people need, you know, warmth. So calving season. It's That's somebody, just settling. It's not somebody. I don't whatever, think. I didn't know that needed Christmas. Whatever you need it to be called. It's anytime around the holidays, calving season. So, you know, get in where you fit in or don't. <laughs> John, what do you got? Um. I don't know, sports season, but that's going. Yeah, Christmas Day games. <laughs> if uh, Omicron doesn't uh, take it all away. Yeah, I know. Right now it's um, going right back to pre-bubble status. Nice. That was like a quick week. Every game got zoop. Nope. <laughs> Damn. But. Yeah, so no, no I mean, it's safe. happening to everything right now. It's It's on the rise, so. Yeah, everybody, sure everybody is going to see Spider-Man tonight. I saw it yesterday. Capacity's uh, getting limited tomorrow. Watch Spider-Man. Watch Spider-Man. It's so good. Watch Spider-Man next week when you'll be able to get a seat. I'm, I don't know if you'll make it next week, y'all. We're going back into lockdown, so. <laughs> either way, last I heard it was limited capacities, but either way, I'll, I'll know in this 10-day stretch of work while I'll be <laughs> well immersed in the news. Whether I like it or not. Um, do you still do the presents thing, John? I know you got nephews and nieces and stuff. There's there's kids around. I mean, they do stuff. They open presents. <laughs> do you have to buy any of them, or are you just slapping your name on whatever uh, <laughs> whatever group gift? No, I'm usually good with the gift cards. Nice. That's a flex. Sure is. Just, just, just flicking make it them, rain. Just flicking them at everybody. <laughs> make it a rain gift cards. Ooh, ooh. People really underestimate the gift card. They think it's impersonal. But I'd much rather you give me a gift card oh to a place God. that I like than you try <laughs> and go find a thing that I like and then I hate it. John's just, just lucky. Give me the gift card. <laughs> John said you're lucky I showed up to this. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, pretty much. Lucky I thought about things when I was in the store and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. He's been a pretty solid kid this year. <laughs> These are so convenient. There's a whole row of them. You just yeah. flip them around. It's two PlayStation the currency, morning, Xbox currency. Christmas morning, <laughs> two in the morning, and getting things done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that you live on the edge in Christmas shopping. No lineups. <laughs> yeah. I have to do the old uh, buy online and pick up at some point, but a lot of, uh, a lot of the kids in my life are getting books because yep. they're angsty teens and they have interests specific interests now and i'm like hey i got a book for that yeah get it i mean people enjoy spending money right like going out and buying stuff so yeah i hear a gift of commerce (laughs) right (laughs) yeah capitalism snuggle snuggle up with some capitalism (laughs) Mm Hmm. dress it up as santa which however you want (laughs) however you need to Mm -hmm. Who's a big presentation? I'm guessing Antonia. Oh, I, I like gift giving. I now am a firm believer of just like giving people things. Here it is in your hands now, or a bag. I used to get really wrapped up in wrapping things because I got really good at it. Um, but that uh, didn't know. <laughs> no one needs to spend that amount of time wrapping things unless I'm gonna take it to somebody at a mall to wrap it for me. I'm not doing it anymore. Um, so I either just send people things via the mails. Or I just bring someone something and go, here, this is for you. Yeah. Because what are you going to do with the wrapping? What are you going to do with the box? I don't know what you're doing with all these things. It's not the joy of unwrapping things. I mean, I don't know. Some people find a lot of joy in it still. I don't really care for Maybe that little middle. 10 years, the whole gift-giving thing will be done. 
What if gift giving? We gi- can only I help. I cannot. I mean, <laughs> like the ritual of gift giving. You mean like well, at, like Christmas same, and birthdays I mean, and all that because, kind of stuff? I mean, we're looking at you. Like everybody has the power to do what they want to do year round. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's one thing where it's like okay, you know, gift giving is a thing. I mean, even with um, COVID now and traveling and stuff like that, like it's even more of a you know what I mean? Like people are probably saving <laughs> more gift money is now. Me being here, yeah, my people are probably saving more money this last two years than they have before, unless they're just spending money, or spending more right? to have it shipped because they can't be there. That or you know, yeah, pending right. How much do you really care? Yes, how much dollar amount? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how much shipping costs? <laughs> you love me. <laughs> and like you know the gift cards and stuff like that, you can't go wrong. And you know, sh- I mean, thankfully for us Canadians, we have e transfers. So like, if I really yeah, just want to give someone a gift, I just send you some money. Here's money for your birthday, Christmas, whatever. Sure. Have fun. Go buy something for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, my family stopped doing presents like 15 years ago. My mom was like, y'all have been working since you were preteens. You can buy your own things. Yeah. <laughs> like, aggressive. We well, I mean, literally. You, you do. You you have little kids in the family, though, so I'm sure you still do something. Oh, I mean, even with the nieces, them. my sister is just like, minimal things. <laughs> She's like, they have enough things. So. Just, like, like don't <laughs> go over. She especially says to my parents. She's like, do not go overboard. Especially since they don't live in Canada. Yeah. So, like, them trying to travel back with stuff is a nightmare. So if my mom take if my mom ever gives me anything, it's because she's gone there to visit and she's like brought things and yeah. then she leaves it there. Um, so they always come with a list of specific things. I believe I'm still in charge of finding pajamas. Nice. Um, but yeah, other than that, just real minimum. We did like gift exchange well, stuff for a bit. If they to this, you just ruined it for them. <laughs> they don't podcast. <laughs> you don't know. They YouTube. They do cooler things. They yeah. They YouTube and they they use their imagination. They They're Minecraft. not podcasting yet. <laughs> And if they are, they're podcasts about Minecraft. Yeah. Or other creative smart kid things. If they get issues of podcasting, they're my my sister and her husband are screwed. <laughs> like that's, that's too much information. <laughs> and then, and then too many questions for a seven and four year old yeah. to be asking your parents. So <laughs> no podcast yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um I like wrapping things that aren't already in packages. Like I like wrap, wrap, wrapping books and regular shaped things. Um, I use parcel paper because it's recyclable, and I get to throw a wax seal on it. And everybody knows how much I love that. Yeah, very so, true. It's what I do. That's the extent. <laughs> but I do that if there's a present to be had. Like that's packing paper is neutral. It can be birthdays. It can be whatever. Like here, I saw this thing. It's yours now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Only Presentation. For yeah. For suspense. I also just, like, I don't, the pressure of, like, having to unwrap something, something as well, too, is so, like, eh. Like, I, just give me the thing. Just, you know, just meh. <laughs> Maybe even turn away. I don't want you to be, like, Interesting. hovering over me while I open the thing. That's weird. Yeah. I always found showers to be awkward for that very reason. Kids' birthday parties. and like, we're all just going to sit well, here watching you. There are a lot of parents now. My my mom was telling me um, a couple weeks ago that when with my sisters, they used to do this thing um, a while back where one of the moms told them, Instead of having the presents there in front of everybody, put the presents away yeah. in a room somewhere. They can open them by themselves. And yeah, I was exactly. like, that's a great idea. Because when they were in Liberia, because like the kids just go nuts. They're just like trying, they're opening things. The kid, birthday kid can't even open stuff. Like everyone's just like freaking out. And so they're like, just put the presents away. And then everyone just comes and hangs out, yeah. eats cake and pizza and whatever else. And they leave. And then your kid just gets to open the stuff. By themselves. Yeah. Without the chaos, without someone accidentally breaking something, like all that. I'm like, yes. 
Yes to that. Or if they're anything like kids in my family, they'll obsess over the very first thing they open and then not open anything else for hours. So. And then like, <laughs> then you as the adult who's like all the suspense of being like, oh my God, I can't wait for them for my present. And then you're like, and they never do. And then now you're disappointed. Like, it's just too much. It's too much. Just give me the, just give me a present and look away. But again, <laughs> leave it to adults to ruin everything. That, could, that could be fun for a kid. We make it about ourselves. We're like, I got you this thing, but I'm so excited because I got you this thing. Yeah, right. Like, oh, my God, give the president and walk away. <laughs> yeah. My dad was always that guy. He was like, you know, every day is Christmas. And we just thought it was, like, a way to kind of bah humbug Christmas. But I'm like, the older I get, I'm like, yeah, you're just like, yeah, you got a gift that you just need to give so bad. Do it whenever the hell you want. Yeah. Who cares? It's an anytime gift. Like, why Why assign winter? Because if I find something for somebody, <laughs> if I find something for somebody in the summertime and their birthday's in, like, November, I'm just going to, like, sit on it? I guess. Or not like for like I just because then now I'm looking at it, yeah, being like okay, well this thing's just sitting here. I mean, it's still about you taking up real estate. It is because I'm just like well now it's in my room sitting real estate. I'm like here, just take it. (laughs) And if I give somebody, it's like you decide if you want to open it. Some people I've given them gifts months in advance, and they'll be like, I'm not opening it to my birthday, and I'm like, okay, well it's not my choice anymore. So (laughs) like you let it sit in your house. It belongs to you. And let it bother you. I just imagine a very telltale heart situation. Like, you just see it, and it's yeah, sort of like, throbbing yeah. at you. And you're like, I just ah, feel, well, also, too, because there are some gifts that have never left my house. Because I've just been like, well, I like it. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so I'm going to get you something else. <laughs> and you'll just never know, because I just I won't even tell Except you now. what it is. Well, even then, you won't even know if the present you got now is actually suspicious. for you. Everyone's suspicious. That's cool. You can all be suspicious. Well, it's only a few of you that should be, but the rest of you can all be suspicious. <laughs> Looking at you, John. Sometimes I just got sometimes it's got you a better version of the thing that I originally got you. Ooh. Sometimes it's completely different. <laughs> because Suspense. I've either realized that like, oh, you have something similar, or I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's mine. <Fair laughs> I enough. bought it. Technically it's mine until it leaves my hands. Damn. So. Damn. <laughs> Such nuanced to gift giving. I'm not the only one. Hey, I'm not. I'm not, not accusing you of anything. I've had many conversations about this with people who've just like, yeah. yeah, I bought this for somebody else, and that's mine. Yeah, I'm sure the other Christmas elves have have a code, and I get it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I do understand. <laughs> so while I sort out the nuance of gift giving, I'm gonna leave it there. Let's take a short break. Next stop, what you say? So let's just get into what you saying. A few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, I don't know, time's a construct. Either way, Demi Warner won the Lou Marsh Award for Outstanding Canadian Athlete. Hmm. And for me, that's hands down the winner. No no discussion whatsoever. What I want to talk about is this award being named after Lou Marsh, who, while on the one hand also being a trailblazing sports journalist, also had some messed up thoughts and opinions and written words, which were still common for the time. He a racist. But he's long dead also. So His legacy lives on, though, if we're still talking about it. <laughs> my like, question is, like everything else, old, outdated, and racist, some people want to rename this award. Do you guys feel we should rename old racist shit? Or do awards need to be assigned a name to a person? Could it just be the Outstanding Canadian Athlete of the Year? Award and that's enough. I mean, discuss the the <laughs> the uh, what's my call? What's the word I'm looking for? 
the performative nature of renaming, taking down, doing whatever, if not actually solving the thing is very indicative of these past, you know, said years, especially. I um, mean, if the thing is part of the system, then you've got to just take out that thread of the part but of the system. It, but I'm saying, though, like, it's part of the system in the way that it's like, okay, well, we, this name is associated to this person who is bad, obviously, um, but the award is still relevant. But also, but then go into, like, but why is this award so relevant and why is it so important? But also it's important to the people who play the sports. So, like, getting this award as they knew it before they knew this person was racist is, like, huge um because i mean you look at yeah, the sure nobody cares that it's the lou marshall award they care that it's the outstanding canadian no, athlete I, oh award, no right? they they care in the way that people care about the heisman trophy like people care about the lou marsh award like this is a big deal not because of the name attached to no, it no but what but it doesn't matter but the, the heisman the but high also honor that it is what i'm saying though heisman lou marsh same thing like it's like it's the highest the one of the highest honors you can get so yes like you be able to say I got the Heisman Trophy or I got the Blue Marsh Award is a big deal than saying I got outstanding award, blah, blah. Because that sounds elementary versus the Blue Marsh Award, which is like, oh, that sounds more adult. When you're in elementary school or high school, I don't find that the same. when you were in elementary or high school, the awards you got weren't named after anybody. It was Mine just were. like, okay, well, your high school was different. For the rest of us, they were just like, this award is this 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 general thing. You got yeah. like overall athlete, this and the other. Ours were named after some some old old athlete possibly nobody that we didn't know we so, just knew that this this award was named after this yeah, person so but we knew what in the, those in those situations the award y'all the exception because for most schools it you just got the general name of outstanding athlete athlete of the year highest whatever blah blah not named after anybody so i just i look at it in the way that people are like excited to you know hold something that you know they grew up hearing about in x y and z to rename it Yes, I mean, yes, down with all things racist and terrible. Um, I just, I look at, I look at the, the discussion around this as being like, okay, well then what's next? Like, what are we, what's next after this? We rename it. Are we then also going to start opening the floodgates as well to on all the racism that happens in these leagues? And just be like, and just like keep tackling all those things and looking at every single person in these leagues, every single coach, every single athlete, every single sponsor, every single like donor, all these people, are we going to keep dismantling and keep that momentum going? Or does it just stop and start, start and stop with renaming this award? It seems to be how systematic change seems to be working. Like since, I mean, the start of the pandemic, the start of, you know, the racial protests, like every league has done their something, whether, whether you find it performative or not, they've, contributed their time and effort to something in the name of diversity dismantling racism all about inclusion and diversity and all that and you know you'll depending on where you fit in on that spectrum you'll find which one will you'll see is more effective than another which is more which seems more performative than another like it's it's still whatever but it's not gonna completely cut and dry crumble Oh no! I'm not, looking, I'm not looking for the cutting yard. Come on, that's not going to happen overnight. No, but you're. I'm just looking to see what's next. Like, do we like? Is that momentum going to keep going when we rename things? Because look at all the different statues that have been taken down. Yeah. Ryerson, for example. Ryerson LSF2, getting renamed. Getting renamed, but the process for that too was a bitch because like the amount of donors other people were pulling out, and Ryerson also being like, "Oh my god, we didn't realize this was going to happen." And I was mm-hmm. like, "You should have known this was going to happen." Because the people who were donating were attached to that name, were attached to that person, didn't think anything of all the horrific things that that yeah. man did, and were just like, ah, eh. so then they had to be like, ah, oh, they were scrambling for a bit, which yeah. wasn't touched on a lot in the news because people, the students were just like, hey, we're on this roll, 
you some know, people we're just trying stick to keep to old names going. because it's old. Like a lot of people take comfort in that. Oh, it's always been named this, and why should it change now? Yeah, and people are very resistant to change, whether they know the reason for it or not. Which, I mean, whatever, get over it. <laughs> like, it's not that big a deal. You'll still everything's still located where it is, or expanding constantly, and you still don't you still don't recognize the campus you went to in the nineties. Yeah. So, it doesn't for at least for me, it doesn't really matter. But uh, the more and more I see those who just really cling to that. Well, it's always been Ryerson. I graduated from Ryerson and yeah. now this this isn't the name of my school anymore and where do I belong and what is you know, what did where do I fit and where do I connect? And Okay, sure. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not saying that we should be listening to those people. What I'm saying is in renaming this award, the Lumarge Award, is it like the the idea of renaming it cool? I'm sure I'm down with erasing racists from history, but also re- re- recognizing that the racists were there. Not necessarily, sorry, not, not named not after a Canadian them. athlete to begin with. Yeah, not erasing, them, not erasing them from history, but erasing them from that monumental spot, still recognizing how horrific they were, but <laughs> taking that away from them and taking that away from whatever legacy that they've built in X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I, I Every time I hear about all, they're like, yes, I think we should rename it. I think we should blah, blah. I'm just plagued with... Here we go again on this, like, we're doing this thing and we're making all these changes, blah, blah. And then, like, two weeks later, it's, oh, my God, it's so hard. And then we never hear it again. So that's where my skepticism lies. Fair enough. But, yeah, like I said, the fact that it wasn't named after a Canadian athlete to begin with is, all right, whatever. But maybe because the press, it is sports journalists that vote on who the winner is. Sure. Maybe. I mean, that's what it's based on. That's and how many things can we name after Terry Fox? That's why it's named <laughs> yeah. after him, right? So, yeah. I mean, you can change the name. You can find another writer to easily put it under. It's not. Or, or just some neutral adjective, or, you know? Just, I don't know. Well, I mean, there's enough generic sports names like Antonio's name before, you know, said earlier. So, you could find somebody or some other thing to surround it, you know, race it or brand it under, but. I mean, the value is the award, and that's ultimately what it is. Um, just put something else under it that's, you know, just as um, equal or special or, you know what I mean, or whatever, based on, I don't, you know, however they go about it, but. Yeah. I mean, just set the president that, like, every mm-hmm. every 50-some-odd years, the bitch gets renamed anyway. Just uh, set that in. I mean, tradition And then it, and then it won't. Though. Yeah, 50 years is a long time to have something. And if you know, if you know from the out that. Well, this I thing's mean, about to be renamed to honor somebody else. Like that for me, at least that doesn't take away from the, the honor that it is to still be considered what the descriptor is, which is the outstanding Canadian athlete of the year. Like nobody gives it, gives an flying hell about who well, Lou Marsh I mean, is or there's what. A thing but between, yeah. But I mean, the, it's that, but the reason why there's a controversy behind it is because there is a tradition behind it. Yeah. The name, right. So, I mean, renaming something every 50 years just on the sake of renaming it, I mean, that kind of takes away from the tradition of winning an award that, you know, many people before you have come before it because that's kind of, you know, one of the reasons to drive before getting it. Um, there's no reason or purpose to change it. Why Why change something that's not broke? Like, I this mean, is broke? Is the Grey Cup <laughs> need to get changed? No, not named. Oh, wait, what's the... Is it, named, the, after is it named after someone hor- horrifying and racist? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, 
This is what I'm saying to you. Like, what, like what, a great what? cup is something neutral. Like, if that's if the Lou Marsh Awards beco- becomes like a gold plate, then yeah. But I mean, like, no if you, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> if you can, you can find a problem with anything and want to rename it, you know what I mean? Like, if, like if that's what I'm saying. Like, it's I forget what award show did uh, does it, but the Entertainer of the Year award has had since become the Michael Jackson Award, but it still represents the Entertainer of the Year. I don't remember what mm. it was before him. Yeah, but I it mean, had to be something. Listen, you can or maybe do it was nothing. It was you just the year. You can, you can do whatever you want with the awards. No one really is ultimately going to care. Like, at the end of the day, as long as something's... Until you try to change it, then suddenly everybody cares. Well, yeah, but, I mean, people are going to get over it. No one's going to sit here and, like, stomp their feet over it, like, a year from now when the award's handed down to somebody, right? Like, it, life moves on. It's not really that big deal of a thing in comparison to anything else, right? Like, it's just an award at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not putting much stock onto it. I mean, every year I'm just like, oh, yeah, Lou Marsh went over here. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, who did it? And I mean, sometimes you're like, I don't even know who that person is. Sometimes you're yeah. just like, like to know the, right. I, I only had to know that deal. award, like the Lou Marsh Award part of that name, too. I only know it followed by the award for Outstanding Canadian Athlete of the Year. Like, I don't, if you were to just tell me the Lou Marsh Award, I'd have to guess what context is placed in because I don't give a damn about Lou Marsh and I didn't know who he was until we were kicking up a fuss about it. So Grey Cup was named after Albert Gray, fourth Earl Gray. Um, he was a British peer and politician and it was originally the Gray competition that was uh, about music and drama and then he but he loved sports. And so it eventually got adopted to become a sports thing. Well, aside from the yeah, you know like British anybody. colonizer vibes, I, I don't really see the harm in it. Unless yeah, he was I'm not seeing anything about going around talking about black people shouldn't play the sport. Like I don't, I got no problem with. I see nothing about with that. him being problematic. Anyway, like I said, the the Lou Marsh. Lou Marsh is on the same vein as Heisman and whatever other trophies that they name think after people because, like, that's what they decided to name it after. That person got the highest honor, and people get attached to that name because they've known, as long as you've been playing said sport and you've known about this award, that's something that you have been aiming for. So that is what people are attached to. Yeah, the title of being and the that's best. And that's what, that's what makes it so hard for people to detach themselves is because they've just become accustomed to a name. So it's about breaking that up. <laughs> and if that's if that's the if that's the change we're looking for and that's, you know, the the fight we're going to fight, like it's about like dismantling and breaking up like people's attachment to a name and just be like this is the award, this is what we're excited for, blah blah blah. Yeah. And that starts with whatever association it's with. You got to take that take that pressure and that and that um legacy off of that you know, particular thing, if you no longer want it to be about who was named after, or just stop naming things after people. Right. But, like, we're obsessed with that, so. People just aren't that great. Yeah, <laughs> we're obsessed with naming things after people, especially after they die. Uh, I don't know if they've done anything with Kobe Bryant yet, but I'm sure they will. Well, there were talks about um, changing the NBA logo to him. I remember that shortly okay. after he died. Interesting. I mean, obviously nothing got real traction on it, but it was, you know, it was a nice honor at the time but yeah i mean if anything like that were to happen it would take years and years we'll be much older and grayer by the time it happens but i don't doubt it 
the man still contributed a great deal to the game. So yeah. are they thinking of like renaming Stable Center or something? Not all, all arenas are going to be whatever corporate hoe yeah, has put up the most money. Yeah, like. I was like, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I just the names of things, uh, pff, the people who are attached to them are always old racist white dudes anyway. So like, let's just get rid of the names. If we're gonna get rid of, if we're gonna start with this, get rid of all of them then. But that's what I'm saying though. They're yeah. not going to <laughs> like. The only reason why this is a conversation is because it's 2021, and 2020 was a big year of protests and a lot of sitting around and a lot of yeah. white people with uh, hand time on their hands who wanted to be a part of a big movement, and so they kicked up enough dust alongside you know the non the non whites, and now we're here, and so the momentum has kept going because now things are in the spotlight. And people, rightfully so, aren't backing down about it. So this is where we are. This is where we are. Um, unfortunately, what happens in situations like this is that, you know, the people who are very much still alive and racist and awful are still around doing terrible things. And this takes front stage over actually tackling all of that. People want to focus on, ta- you know, removing a name from a trophy for a game over removing <laughs> CEOs and presidents and politicians who are actually doing harm, alive and doing harm. Like, Lou Marsh did harm when he was alive. He's dead now. Yeah. There are people who are alive and still doing harm who are still in places of power and doing things, and those people get to sit comfortably while we all run around dizzying ourselves with whether or not we rename this award or not. Fair enough. That's where I am at that. <laughs> that's, that's all. Every t- like I said, every time I see this, I'm just like, great, cool. What's next? I hate you, the person who was like, they're distracting us. But honestly, <laughs> it's a distraction. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I guess it's, I mean, we're probably the last people talking about it because like I said, it was news it was a like November. Weeks ago. Yeah. It was news a few weeks ago, but yeah, yeah we didn't get to talk about that. No. <laughs> and I got to finish watching Damien Warner do his press tour for winning. So. I mean, uh, congratulations to Damien Warner. Like, that should be the biggest thing here. Yeah, absolutely. Is congratulations to Damien for winning this because you deserve um, what an outstanding athlete continue to do amazing things. Yeah, and, and the, kid's a, the kid's a class act. He yeah. handled that question very, very well. Um, and he's that's just, it's just what he's like. Yeah. So I don't mind it. But, yeah, he was, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, he's like, it's about the work I put in. It doesn't matter what. Yeah. What the award's called, it was that, you know, I ac- I still accomplished what I accomplished. And, and we did. don't, you know, it doesn't really matter yeah. what it's labeled. And I feel that's a fair point. Because yeah, because it takes away from his shine, too. It is. At the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you put the athlete in whatever field arena, you put it in whatever patch, whatever it is. <laughs> Does a Lou Marsh award it. still mean that he's the best? Then, yeah, this damn it, game, who cares? There's a game, there's a competition, there's a winner, it comes out, like, that's all that matters, and yeah. whatever you want to name or crown or whatever, it's just an insignificant thing. I'm, yeah, at, you know, because at the end of the day, it still does. It still mean the best? Then whatever, I rocks with it. Yeah. yeah. So. As long as the shine is on the person who won it, and not on <laughs> the person who we're trying to, you know, because folks, yeah, folks like Lou Marsh again just takes away from Damien, and I want Damien. Yeah. To get the props that he gets, and of the of the publications that I did s- and interviews that I did see with him and with other media outlets, they everybody brought it up, but it was never only once did I see it completely dominate the conversation and yeah. not like, oh, how do you plan to celebrate? And re- you know, 
walk us through your feelings at the Olympics again. And like, you know, to those who don't understand the decathlon at all, like, tell me why going over 9,000 points is a big deal. Like, because it's difficult. <laughs> it's a big deal. <laughs> um, I also expected to be arguing with, with other people who don't understand track about why, I forget who else was nominated. I want to say Carrie Price was another one that was nominated. I'm like, because this is hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no one objected. Like, yes, absolutely. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I like when track wins. Shut up. So nice. sensitive. Very. Very like, sensitive. I've said it before and I'll <laughs> say it again. Track and field gets 15 minutes of shine every four years. <laughs> so when that 15 minutes is encroached upon, I get mad. <laughs> Not mad that it's only 15 minutes. I get it. Because to someone who hasn't done it, it's probably quite boring and nonsensical. Don't care. <laughs> Give us our little 15. <laughs> I'm sure people feel the same way about trampolining. So, yeah. Or jolly jumping, as my friend's grandfather calls it. I did until I saw what can go wrong. Oh, no. So much can go wrong. I'm saying, though, some people feel no, the same that, way about No, until like, I saw it happen. I'm like, yes. okay, it's this is terrifying. way harder. <laughs> yeah. You're not just jumping leisurely on a trampoline. Oh, like, no. Your body is trusting you not to fall badly someone uh did a pov feature and like took a gopro onto just a just a warm-up dizzy yeah you lose your orientation quick it's like doing those roller coaster simulations it's not fun (laughs) it's uh yeah your center of gravity has got to be spot on i developed a brand new respect and there's a synchro trip so you gotta synchronize with somebody else who might be shorter taller than you yeah bounces a little quicker than you and you've got to keep your head together okay no thanks (laughs) i will keep watching it but uh i definitely have a lot more respect for it than i did initially because at face value (laughs) and coming from as a track person yeah i'm used to my sport being dumbed down at face value as well so (laughs) but either way i'm glad we got this out so let's uh (laughs) let's take this short break Next stop, let me ask you this, though. All right, we're back. Thank you so much for hanging in. Let's wrap this up with a little uh, let me ask you this, though. So let's talk about Christmas music and just why Mariah and Boys to Men have a stranglehold on it. Um, but no, let's expand from the bullshit we were given to, uh, to learn in elementary school band and play terribly and uh, my band was great sorry okay sorry right. yeah sorry high school musical so. uh everyone else who had a terrible elementary school band only because our band teacher spit a lot and yelled at us for stupid things but here we are <laughs> you persevered uh-huh <laughs> and none of you play today <laughs> very few of us yeah yes turns out it's a lot of work still yeah. so <laughs> churning out champions who quit handed back a saxophone to my dad and was like have fun <laughs> don't want it no i'm done with this <laughs> Um, so Christmas tunes, someone re- uh, reminded me today too, of the Boney M Christmas album, which I completely forgot about. Isn't that anti-Caribbean? Like, aren't you, with, uh, aren't you like exiled for forgetting about Boney M? No, <laughs> that's not how that works. There's too much to keep up with Damn. as West Indian. And so if you forget a couple things, it's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, there are, as an observer, <laughs> this is what it appears uh-huh. to be to me. There are 19 tracks on this album, which I also forgot about that too, because man, it's a banger. Anyways, um, I would consider this also two on that list. Those three. And Amy Grant. I put Amy Grant, <laughs> Boys to Men. Amy Grant. Yeah, Amy Grant's Christmas album is still fired to this day. And that's okay. from like 1994. You were like four. 96 maybe? 
It may have been 2003. No, it was 90-something. Um, and then, so yeah, <laughs> Mariah Carey, Boys Man, Let It Snow, um, uh, Boney M, and, yeah. and uh, Amy Grant are my, like, Christmas albums. Whole albums. Whole albums, yeah. All right. Yeah. John, I'm expecting more individual tunes out of you. Didn't Snoop talk about Santa Claus coming to the ghetto? Probably. <laughs> didn't register with me. <laughs> it's another, you know, everybody else jumping on the money train, so. <laughs> Crisscross Kringle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't exist, it should. It should. And I'm a genius. Uh, it's called Christmas in the Doghouse by Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Uh, it came out in 2008. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Yeah. I think I listened to this like once and I was like, Snoop, I love you, but I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> uh, My Little Mama Trippin' on Christmas is one of the uh, songs. Um, <laughs> when Was Jesus Born is <laughs> one of the songs. Um, <laughs> Landy, Christmas in the Hollis, Run DMC, anyone? Yeah. anyone? Landy, Landy, My Eggnog is also a song on the uh, Snoop Dogg album. Yeah. You know? All of us just living large. And then a Pimp's Christmas song. This is the last one. I will find it and I will put it on our screen. <laughs> fantastic. So, my sister and fellow listener, uh, you'll find her on Spotify as Betsy Swoon. She created a crema list, which highlights a Christmas album from 2020 that I wouldn't have known about because who cares? <laughs> um, to me. But... It's Jeremiah Chance, the rapper, doing a whole Christmas album. Ah, together. yes. And the what I've heard of it is pretty adorable. So I'm down for that. Um, also on this list is Priyanka, our Drag Race season one queen, mm-hmm. with a Slay My Name, which <laughs> is also dope. Uh, what else? But yeah, other like Mariah classics. Uh, Megan Trainor's got a pretty dope little... Yeah. Christmas album, Kylie Minogue as well. Didn't yes. know I needed my I needed disco in my Christmas, but maybe I do. <laughs> Dance tunes, always. But yeah, I can share it's that also list. Also, K drama. If you want K pop, it's a K pop Christmas song in there too. Yes, and it's a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> the only English words are "I love you, baby." Good job, so, <laughs> good job, Betsy. This is a dope <laughs> list. Yeah, right. Nasty naughty boy. Yes, Aguilera. I don't know how Christmassy that is. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> but that's that's the genius of Betsy. <laughs> she'll she'll find songs that inspire Christmas. Yeah, yeah that aren't necessarily Christmas songs. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, I don't know if Players Ball by Outcast is technically a Christmas song, uh-huh. but I see how this inspired <laughs> you. I can see where the train of thought <laughs> was yeah. to get you to this point. Like I, I see how we got here, <laughs> and I really like it. It's very good. But yeah. All I want for Christmas is you. It's fine. I just seem to hate it in retail stores. Yeah, because as someone who worked retail for many years, especially inside of Pure One Imports for four years, Yikes. that was the only song that I could... The re- I would look forward to that one as a break from the rest of them because the rest of them, not surprisingly enough, were horrific. And so knowing those albums off by heart because corporate wouldn't send us any new Christmas albums no matter Yikes. how many times I begged my boss, like, please... I can literally, before one song ends, I'm already singing the next one because I, I know them. I know them now, and I know which ones to, like, tune out and go and, like, try to front-face the store and try to, like, I tune out a whole three-minute song before it gets to the next one. I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. So all I want for <laughs> Christmas you would be the welcome break 
that ding, 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 right in the middle. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Thanks, Mariah. Uh, um, but an eight-hour shift, not the best. Not uh, the best. Doesn't Buble have some Christmas music, too? Oh, lots. Buble like has a lot. He does mostly covers. I like it. Um, but he does, you know, he's got that the soft, the soft uh, dulcet tones. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, he, he gets out there and he... <laughs> you know, his way through music. Um, My vibe is usually Motown. If I'm going to do Christmas, it's it's Motown or Bust. Fair enough. For me. That's what makes it palatable. That's fair. And that's how, that's what makes any of the songs that are rooted, so deeply rooted in religion, tolerable to me. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we get it. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then I got to tap out. But yeah, it's always a Motown type thing for me. Fair enough. Yeah. Whatever makes you comfortable. There's always something for somebody. Maybe except for John. But like for most yeah. other people. No no Klingon Christmas for you? Nothing? No. Doesn't doesn't Picard read um I don't know, a Christmas carol or something? Doesn't no, nothing. Also I'd read I'd listen to that. That'd be great. <laughs> that man could read anything and I'll listen to it, so it's it's fine, but like do we know for sure it doesn't exist? <laughs> I feel like this is pretty insulting. Is it? Why? Is he insulting I mean, though? Why is it insulting? Now, okay, we're, we're in space. Oh my god! We're, we're we're past these things. Are we? You mean to tell me there was no, no Trek Christmas episodes ever? Come on, even Star Wars got in on that crap. Not YouTube tells Star me Trek. that there's a Captain Picard sings "Let It Snow." I don't know Boom! how true that is, but give it to me. Um, Canadian treasure. There's that. <laughs> Give it to me, James T. Tiberius Kirk. Give it to me. Um, that's Kirk, not Picard. Sorry. Yeah, we were saying the better narrating voice. I didn't say Picard sing anything. I said he'd read a Christmas carol. Mm. <laughs> Available well, on Audible. I mean, whatever. But <laughs> I don't I'm 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 out of Christmas talk now. You're just done. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. What are you listening to to drown out? Anything. Just <laughs> doesn't matter. Just anything. Done. Just nails on a chalkboard. Because you know she's going to sing the Christmas carols, so you got to do something. What do you do? Hmm? I don't sing them around John, though. Ah, that's you think I'm... I if I do, John will just go outside. <laughs> <laughs> I have headphones. Yeah, there you like go. Kind of <laughs> there you go. Noise canceling there for a reason. There you go. Yeah. What a magical time. Just ignores me. This is, this is nice. This is it's nice. fine. <laughs> I'm not the one with the problem, so. You know. yeah. Wait, I'm the one with the problem? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Perspective. Okay, that's all. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, respect, that's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a lot of problems. <laughs> This is not one of them. <laughs> so that's the shirt. Self drag, but here we are. <laughs> nah, Christmas is fine. Like I said, I'll be working through it anyway. So that's true. We'll see what's yeah. You stay busy. I will be hanging out with my nieces. Stay busy and still annoyed somehow. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's always that someone, and it's uh, you know, now we're getting to that that stretch where. Every interaction ends this way, ends with a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever. Like, like, oh, it's December 10th. 
Can we? We don't need to right now. Happy holidays. <laughs> like, yep, happy random day in December. <laughs> Just nowhere else in the calendar can you do this. And but also, too, saying happy holidays to people who have to work through the holidays um, is insulting. Uh, <laughs> it's only these past couple of years where Trigger. I've, like, had time off. Like, I actually have work time off. It's like, okay, see you guys in January. I'm like, cool. I didn't have to book this time off. Awesome. Not everybody gets that. Like, there are people who yeah. are working straight to, like, Christmas Eve. So like oh my and like and December seventeen to be yeah and, and all the day. right all the day, and, and, and New, New Year's, Year's Eve, like and New Year's Day they'd be like happy holidays it's, it's like, me. like I, your your wishful your wishful <laughs> thinking that these people actually get time off it's me I'm people just say hi and bye to people yeah you, that's just, just so like every easy. other time of the year it's super easy to do just say have a good day have a good weekend have yeah. a good rest of your year even sometimes I do that yeah, coming to the end of the year hope the rest of your year is great don't switch up just because it's cold. I don't care that you're wearing a scarf. I don't need your happy holidays. I start wearing like a scarf in September. I'm not saying happy holidays from then. Just. Can you imagine? <laughs> Scarf's on. Happy holidays! Like someone would punch me for sure. Like and I'm, I would deserve it. Like how I'm raking leaves. Yeah. Like, happy holidays! I am carving a pumpkin. <laughs> Mary Mary. <laughs> like, no. Nah. nah. <laughs> Actually, there's like a holiday greeting for Halloween. Let's invent one. Instead of just happy Halloween, like it would be like... Yeah. Oh, there's... There are things, but like spooky something spook greetings like something something <laughs> ridiculous. Just start singing anything from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Just let people be. <laughs> this people is Halloween. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. you see, yeah, yeah. How's your life gonna be a musical if you don't just burst out? John would prefer that nothing is a musical. John would prefer that no one bursts the song around ever. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All I want to do is to sing everything, and I just have to keep it to myself. <laughs> yeah, and I will. I will post it later because you have to see when this girl's playing Beat Saber as she's about to join the Rhythm Nation. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna. You're not even gonna see a screen. You're just gonna see me. Yeah, <laughs> swinging violently. But like, <laughs> it's dancing. <laughs> I do have an it's actual amazing. video, like, because I recorded me playing it. I have a video of the virtual thing, so like you know that you can see you can see. I can make the split screen. You can see that I don't know if it's the same one though. Okay, so (laughs) I'll have to do it again. (laughs) We can post it all. I think the last thing we posted for was from Sudbury. It was. So So this ties into that because that's where we discovered this game. (laughs) It all comes full circle. (laughs) It does. Miss you, Sudbury boys. Yeah, we do. And Sarah. (laughs) And. Crosscut Distillery. <laughs> my God, the corn whiskey. It's so strong. Anyways. Yeah, it's up. <sighs> the heaviest of sleeps. It's supposed <laughs> to be. I know it's supp- I know it's supposed to be. I just <laughs> listen. You're still moonshine so ain't nothing to play it. with, okay? Children ain't nothing to play with. In fact, it's not a holiday <laughs> drink. I wouldn't recommend moonshine as a holiday drink. Unless your holidays need it. Unless your holidays need it. Unless you want to pass out. You know, take take under careful. Just rub it careful. Rub it right on your teeth and just go to sleep. Damn. <laughs> under your ears, maybe it probably cures. <gasps> you know what? If you're ill, put a little moonshine right behind your ears on your feet. <laughs> God damn it! Let it draw out all the illness. It's not vapor rub. It might be. It's oh definitely al- it's, it's so much alcohol. <laughs> oh lord! A little bit of that, a little bit of onion, a little bit of a little bit of Vicks. Hate it. All today. <laughs> it probably smells awful. Anyways, I digress. 
Please. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Uh, please let us know your Christmas jams and, uh, you know, your do's and don'ts of getting through the holiday season. The Mariah season, as I'm calling it. Yes. I like it. I'm running with it. I mean, I also put it on our board downstairs. You so. did. Because you, you've been quite careful to not directly on target name Christmas. So It's Mariah's season. This yeah. is her season. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. She's cross-denominational. <laughs> That's true. She is of the people. For the people. Yes. But yeah. Thanks for kicking it with us. Reach out. Let us know what's up. And we'll catch you next time. Happy Harry. <laughs> you have reached the end of the line. Please exit the train cars to your right. Please follow the ushers if you want to reach us on Twitter at NotThatSorryPod, on Instagram at NotThatSorryPodcast. For those of you who hop the turnstile before the ticket collector can come collecting, please leave us a review and have a good day and a safe journey.